All right, what's going on, folks? You're back here listening to another episode of Words from Blurds. No, we we messed it up. You didn't do the blurs with me. I, I I wasn't ready. All right, I had to rush back over Lame. to my side. All right, uh, okay. I wasn't ready to say it. All right, whatever. This is words from blurred. See, st- you took my part. Jesus Christ, you still you because you were well, ju- we'll, whatever. We'll keep okay, it. whatever. All right. All right, we're back here with another episode, and um, first I just want to say we are living in the day de- the devil's anus because it's hot outside, <laughs> aka must be summertime. And um, it's very hot. It's it's it's. I wouldn't say I wouldn't compare it to slave heat, but it's Django heat. I'll say that. And um, just un- under boob sweat. It's not a good look. Yeah, it's not because. And I'm wearing a black shirt, and you can still see the outline of the man titty sweat. And it's just, it's just not. A, it's it's just. I, I'm tired of being fat. Anyway, um, we've got um. We saw Shaft. We're going to be talking about the uh, the movie Shaft, starring mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, we saw it. Jesse T. Usher. Yep. And Richard Roundtree and mm-hmm. Regina Hall. And we have a, a bit of Marvel news. Bit of, just some small episode. Okay. And I, I saw Men in Black. But, you know, it's it's going to be a brief uh, synopsis on that one. All right. Uh, dude, let's just talk about um, the news first. What do we got? Avengers Endgame will officially be getting re-released with new footage. Yes, apparently it's just six minutes of footage. Now, six minutes can it can mean a lot. Uh, there could be quite a few scenes and added within six minutes, but also apparently some a lot of that time, well, some of that time has already been devoted to a Stan Lee homage, 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 homage. homage? Whatever it's and a Stanley tribute. Yeah. Oh, oh, homage. It's a silent age. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's gonna be a, sm- a small Stanley tribute in the, within the six minutes. So I don't know what Yo, other. it's just it's scene. your boy Mickey Mouse just trying to get more money. I mean, I don't. I, They're no, really I just mad, trying to beat yeah. beat their own score six because minutes? Disney owns Fox now, and um, Fox owns Avatar. Avatar has the highest box office in history. Marvel is just, they just want to get that, they're $50 million away from beating um, Avatar. They're 50 kinda, million. They're kind of cannibalizing themselves a little bit, though, because, like, it don't, it's not, Lion King comes out in, like, a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, it comes out in, like, the middle of July, so they're only releasing yeah, it for that one weekend, though. Oh, just that one week. Yeah, okay. just the one weekend, oh, well. and which, which is good because it's a weekend before Spider-Man comes out. Which comes out on the Tuesday, so... There's that, oh, yeah, I forgot about Spider-Man. Yeah, there's that, too. Spider-Man Homecoming comes out that Tuesday. Aladdin. I mean, it's not owned by Disney, but it's a smart move oh, to, well, to play yeah. Avengers Endgame before Far From Home comes out. It is. Yeah, and speaking of Far From Home, it's been getting a lot of positive buzz. Um, the, the, a lot of good or positive reviews um, for the movie, not, non-spoiler, of course, but people are saying that Far From Home is has outbeat Spider-Man 2, for their number one Spider-Man movie. Wow. That is saying something. Yeah, it is. Because Spider-Man 2 is not even just one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. It's one of my favorite movies It's one of the best period. directed superhero movies ever. I mean, it's got a lot of drama. It's got mm. a lot of real-life stakes. Like, Peter's almost out on the street. Aunt May is moving out because she can't afford her home. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock is... Best villain. One of villain. the best villain performances um, but, right, uh, right up there with Heath Ledger, of course. Did you hear about the? the there's this thing, uh, some like Spider-Man Four rumors. Oh yeah, I figured what that is already. Well, that was released today. 
apparently that was just a tie-in to um, or a lead-in to um, J.J. Abrams and his son Henry Abrams, I believe, are writing a Spider-Man book, uh, like a, oh, a miniseries. A oh, okay, okay. Is yeah. this in the Raimi universe? No, it's it's a it's a, like a whole like separate Spider-Man. It's so like why, why, it's why, their why? own interpretation of, of Spider-Man. So why were people tying it in with the Raimi movies? Because it had four, the teaser had four. I'm assuming oh, they connect okay. to like Fantastic Four or something. Okay. I have no idea. But they assumed it was because the webs had four that it, they were joke. Clearly, people knew. They were just, you know. Yo, sometimes you can't. Because the whole time I'm thinking, why would they, why would, because. I, I mean, mean, they already have the common the sense MCU. tells you they they're they're doing the MCU Tom Holland Spider Man. They're yeah. not going to backtrack and go do Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yeah, common sense told me that. So I'm like, why are people acting like they're making a fourth one? They're not going to. They just didn't know. But yeah, okay. it was J.J. Abrams and his son are um, writing a Spider Man miniseries. Okay. But yeah, um, I I'm hoping that this one weekend because let's face it, I mean, you can do a lot of get a lot of money in one weekend. Oh, absolutely. You can get Especially up to up other... to two hundred. Well, this probably won't, but you can get up to a hundred million. If we're being if we're being frank, Avengers could possibly just inch across that that um that uh, Avatar um, box office. So I'm pretty sure that's what they're trying to go for here. I mean, yeah, it's also a smart play to put it before uh, Far From Home. And Avengers Endgame has way more of a pop culture footprint than it, uh, uh, what's it called? Avatar. Avatar does yeah. anyway. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. It's yeah. a good move. You know, some, someone six told minutes? six minutes. I'm hoping that that's like there's a couple more minutes because six minutes, that feels like nothing to me. And, you know, it's probably an end credit scene or something, too. Yeah, they said I think they said that will be in there, too, like uh, an additional end credit scene. I'm like, oh, my gosh, can we just add to them? Like, I want to see um, Hulk and Natasha. I want to see how they resolve their mm, their their I issues. I do. I never thought I that relationship see, made sense anyway. I want to see. Um, uh, Hawkeye, like while he's on house arrest, I want to see him. What he, I want to see what he's doing while the Avengers are fighting Thanos, like before he's on, like shooting on the, um, shooting on the range with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know he has to have seen that the Avengers are, you know, like Tony Stark's in space, Captain America's in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. He has to have seen that. Like, what's his reaction to what's going on? What does he want to do? Like, mm-hmm. is, you know, there's a, a lot of loose threads that they clearly couldn't tie into the movie. You already know what I'm going to say. I want either. Oh, you you want Okoye? See what you Okoye see, you is You see, you already know what I was about to say. What Six was... minutes of Okoye. Exactly. Yeah. What was she doing in Wakanda? Like, I, I, okay. I feel like the Queen Mother was still around, so I feel like she probably was ruling Wakanda. Or, or maybe six minutes of Wong. I don't know. One or the other. Was Wong the Sorcerer Supreme while Doctor Strange was gone? Who knows? That'd be nice to find out. But whatever. What? Ever indeed, and anyway, um, sticking with the Marvel news, Marvel um, Studios president Kevin Feige has confirmed that they are in negotiations with my man Keanu Reeves for the best role um, in the MCU for him. Yo, I don't know. It's it's like there's something new and positive with Keanu Reeves like every week these days, you know. I- yeah, I mean, my man's ruling the video game world. He's ruling the action game, uh, action movie world. I mean, he's about to get into Bill and Ted. He's Marvel's trying to get him in there real quick. I mean, honestly, with his voice, I could see him like maybe voicing the Silver Surfer when they uh, reboot him because he has that that kind of surfer voice anyway. Like especially with uh, when you think of how he sounds in Bill and Ted, mm. 
that that I mean that could kind of work if he takes it a little seriously and not like kind of dumb Bill and Ted, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I would agree if I mean there there's some a there's a lot of other roles. Actor okay, great. Are are we can we just get off of that? Get no. off of his. Get off of the actor Can not we, yeah. being a very good actor. Okay. The, okay. So there. Are, <laughs> okay. So. I mean. He, okay. So he can be a good one. actor. He just. He just. He choo- can, then be one. He just chooses to go for the more hammy action stuff. Okay. Okay. I mean that that's some some actors are comfortable in their niche. Okay. Mm. Charlie Sheen was a hell of a that, dramatic actor, but he it, preferred huh? to stay in the comedies. He did one or two great dramedies. But he's preferred to and stay. Ain't got in nothing the to do with niche. He got to do with talent. And you know, then and I feel like I like Keanu Reeves. But if we're just, I mean, keep it a hundred. He ain't the best actor. You know, I'm just saying. If we're being real, I okay. Mean, we listen. Every time we try to talk about Keanu Reeves in a positive light, you just have to go and shit. I'm on not. It. You do this every on him. single I'm being time. Honest. Yes, I like Keanu Reeves. Okay, well, well, just like him. Stop like talking the, down about him, I'm, you dick. We, I'm not. I'm being honest. Okay, great. Gonna, How many times can you be honest? We're gonna see him in the MCU, and we're gonna see him in an acting role. I, okay, so what what role, what character would you like to see him play? Honestly, He's I a don't know. Surfer, right. I mean, voicing him, maybe. Yeah, and I'm like, like does, he, does he have him? the talent to do that? To voice a character? He's already... You of all people are going to say you don't take talent to voice a character. It takes you talent, yes. Exactly. But That's listen, listen here. He's already in Toy Story. Four. You don't think he's got talent? I mean, if they we'll, hired him? We'll see. We'll see. I feel like... Let's not act like sometimes they, you know, hire people for the celebrity, not so much the voice. I mean, hey, if he does a good job in Toy Story Four, you know, I'll, I'm not, I'm gonna give him his props, you know. And it's not like he's bad in all movies. Like he's, he's he was good in the two thirds of John Wick that I saw. Of course, he didn't say much, but you know, he was still good in it. He's a silent hit man, you dick. He's a silent. Personally, <laughs> there's a reason why they made him a silent hit man. Personally, I would like to see him as Ghost Rider, if you know. As Johnny Blaze? Yeah, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. I feel like he's too... I mean, that would be cool, but I feel like he might be too old for that now. And they already got Diego well, Luna be, still... Yeah, it could be like an experienced, you know, Ghost Rider. I know they technically already have a Ghost Rider in the MCU, but, you know, it's not Johnny Blaze, so they could get away with it. I mean, Johnny Blaze exists in that world, though. So they say... Oh, yeah, so, okay, there you go. Boom. That could work. I mean, Keanu Reeves is a man who loves his bikes. Hmm. And you probably wouldn't have to say much. Okay, whatever. Um, Disney has a, has announced that, um, or Disney Pixar has announced that they will be um, giving us a second movie in 2020 called Soul. This is a black movie. I know it is. It's it's not. It has it, to be. It's it's a movie that's. Described. I'm telling you, it is. I'm I'm telling you, it's. It's probably going to be like an animated remake of like Soul Food. Or I'm something. telling. Mm, you're so racist. I hate you. Okay. I'm racist because I want Disney Pixar to do a black movie. Okay. I'm just saying, I hear the word soul, and I'm like, you know what, this this might be, you know, with, with the with the voice casting of, like, uh, Lupita Nyong'o and uh, mm. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. And, uh, who else? Don Cheadle. Yeah, um, maybe Don Cheadle, you, you know, know. Lawrence Fishburne, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Let's yeah. get Richard Roundtree in there. Let's get the whole cast of Shaft well, in there. Why, Minus I, Jesse. I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, okay, sneak peek. But, uh, you know, we don't have much news about it. Basically, just a title and a logo. Yeah, it's called, it's it's uh it's described as 
Have you ever wondered what makes you you? What makes you have your imaginations, your aspirations, and your dreams, your hopes, and your fears? And that's that's pretty much it. That's just the tagline. So, so I'm guessing it's going to – I feel like with that tagline, it sounds kind of like um, Inside Out. You know, you say that. wasn't. Isn't this, like, written by someone who worked on Inside Out? I'm not, or I'm not sure. I, May, I read something about that. It's either, like, Actually, oh, no matter written. who is writing this, the short premise makes it seem like another incredibly thoughtful piece, similar to in, Inside Out. It doesn't say anything about who. Shout out to uh, comicbook.com. Uh my source of news. I could have, I could have sworn that someone, or I read somewhere that uh, the person who like made Inside Out is making this too. But I, I might be wrong on that. Yeah. Oh, and just a quick, uh, go back real quick to my boy Keanu Reeves. Um, Kid Cudi has joined um, the cast of Bill and Ted Three, as well as um, Anthony Carrigan. Yes, he from may know uh, as, Gotham. Uh, yeah, as uh, Zaz from Gotham. Yes, and he's also on uh, this great show called Barry. Uh, Barry, yes. Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. I haven't Body. had a chance to see it. But Body is good. It. I love Buddy, and um, he's he's funny in this. And um, as a villain, I, I hope it's because his the way he portrays a villain because he's the villain in Gotham and mm-hmm. in um, Barry, and the way he portrays a villain is it's kind of it's kind of. Mm, Hipstery, it's, it's very hipstery in a way that he he's not. You don't ever take him serious as a villain. Like you never. He's like unaffected. He's and never threatening. Yeah, he's never threatening. Like yeah, you may have a gun. I mean, in my Bill face. and Ted doesn't really need a threatening villain, do they? Yeah, that's true. I feel like that's probably what they're going for in this anyway. Like uh, uh, a non-threatening uh, villain who's also partially a hipster. A lot of people uh, feel like that he might play Death Junior. Apparently, did they say what his role is going to be? No. Okay, so they just said that he was casting. Yeah, casting the villain role, yeah. Um, hmm. What, what do we have next? Uh, the prequel to the Kingsman Secret Service has gotten a title and a logo, and it's called The King's Man. Yes. How basic Comes can out you February get? 2020. That's uh, they, very they soon. They spent a lot of time on, uh, on that title. Uh, I like <laughs> Kingsman. It was called The Great Game at first. I thought King the King's been The Great Game, but whatever. Mm. And apparently uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson is in this. He's I'm assuming he's going to be... Um, is Mark Miller still working on this too? I mean, what do you mean? Is he working on it? I mean, this well, isn't, is, it's based on his property. Oh, okay. Then he, I mean, he worked on like Kick-Ass and everything, so I figured he might be... I mean, he didn't, he didn't necessarily write those scripts though. Yeah, no, I know he didn't. He just like, kind of oversaw. Oh, okay, well, yeah. So he like, was involved in some capacity. In some capacity, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming he is here because he and Matthew Vaughn are their kick-ass, <laughs> no pun intended, a duo when it comes to adaptation. That was intended. You did it on purpose. But actually, you, I didn't because uh, you just said kick-ass, and then it came in my head. I was like, ah, but whatever. That just gave me a headache. Your face gives I'm me a headache actually, every I'm time I see you. Upset about that. Anyway, that it's a prequel that takes place in, I believe, like the 60s or maybe 50s, and it it's how we learn of the what how the Kingsman organization gets started. Might even be, I think, even World War One or World War Two. It's one. Of, I think it has to do with one of the world wars. Do you think there's like too many franchises happening, like in Hollywood? Right I now? feel like there are no standalone movies anymore. I mean, even like just this summer, it feels like every movie that comes out is part of a franchise. Yeah, Toy I feel Story, like the, the market is getting oversaturated. MIB, uh, Shaft, uh, Godzilla, 
you know just the market's oversaturated so many franchises and sequels and, and what's what's crazy what's i think is the real problem here and it's i mean it's it's good for marvel but i think end game really drained people's pockets and that was like the big event of the of the year they really don't need to yeah. see anything else because that was their big event it, yeah it kind of sucks because it's like it's almost like every movie i see i'm like but how does this stack up against Endgame? Yeah. Well, well clearly we know one movie will. Lion King. But it's regardless. Um, I mean, if Aladdin is any indication, eh. Yeah. Aladdin has made over $700 million. I mean, yeah. But it's like, it's not better or as good as the cartoon. So it's like, what's the point I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to top animation when Then why animation even do has- it? I know, because money. But still. You know? It's like animation has no boundaries. They have no limitations. It's exactly. like a movie can only, oh, a live action movie can only be so good when it co- compares to the original animated uh, material. Which, again, why even do it? And then again, money. Again, yes. You know, okay, so, you, like, so yeah. you asked the question. And you I know, know. It's like, I know that if it's, like, if it's not going to be as good as it, then it's like. I eh, mean, I it know. will never be as good. It They will never like, top the should, magic of the even, first. You shouldn't even do but it. But at the same know? time, we are adults, adieu. Yeah. There are there's a whole slew of kids who haven't seen the animated version, and I know you say just my, show them the animated version, but yeah. but sometimes a live action. Both my younger is, brothers love the animated version better. Okay, great, good for them. I'm telling you, just show the kids the animated version. They'll, I, they'll, I promise you, they'll like that better. All right. Well, uh, anyway, I uh, mean these these moves are classics. They're not like, you know, the little known joints. You know. Sure. Yes, I know exactly what you're referring to. Anywho. Um, Star Trek. Have you? Uh, first of all, have you have you seen uh, Discovery at all? I'm gonna keep it real with you. Or are the, you just not the, a fan of Star most, Trek? The big, the most experience I've had with Star Trek is about four episodes of the OG series and half an episode of the Next Generation. Bro, when I tell you, I'm more of a Star Wars fan. Like, I I I, I, I get you. I 100 percent I 100 percent agree. But watch Discovery. Discovery has the vi- it has the great visuals of the Abrams movies with deeper and better story and characters, okay. and and Shaniqua Martin is the lead. A common criticism I hear of the Abrams movies is that they're not as deep as the TV show, and they're pretty much just kind of action very, movies. They're yeah, they're very stylized action movies, okay. but the, but the show Discovery and then the Picard show almost that's come that they're doing with John Luke, mm-hmm. Sir Patrick Stewart, yo these movies. Um, according to uh, Alex Kurtzman, he has a five to ten year plan for this franchise. He's already got, uh, I think, Nickelodeon. Uh, they uh, they announced a sh- an animated show. He's got you know, this this Discovery. Oh, he's got Discovery. He's got um, uh, Picard, like I just said, and he's doing a Section Thirty One, which I'm sure, I know you don't know what that is, but wow. it's 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 a spinoff of Discovery. I, I would ask, and are the people behind this? Good, because you know when yes. I, when I hear things like five, ten year plans and stuff, I'm like, because mm, not not everyone can be Marvel. I get it. Y'all see Marvel with their five, ten year plans and like, oh yeah, we can do that too. But it's like not everyone can do that. No, but this show, I'm telling you, it's only two seasons in. But this show, I literally could not wait till every episode came out. Okay, it came out. I think what on a Sunday night? No, it came out on a uh, Saturday Saturday night. I literally could not wait to watch the show and to to see that they've not only brought back Sir Patrick Stewart for his own show that does that's not necessarily a Star Trek show, but it's about his character 
and then a Section 31 show, which is like the stealth ops of the Starfleet. Okay. Like, I can't, I literally cannot wait for these shows. Like, if we get three shows a year, like, when will, I mean, oh my God, they're just so good. They're just so good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll take your word for it. But, you know. By, by cream of jeans. Not, you, you don't need to be that. This show, is, these shows are great. It's a family program. Uh, Come on now. Who's family? The Manson. You're gonna get like uh, standards and practices or something. Okay. SCC or something. I don't even. But do you remember the rumor we talked about? I think a while ago, where they were talking about um, Deadpool could possibly be introduced into the MCU through a Spider-Man movie. Yep. That's been proven false. I mean, that be- was obvious. Because Kevin Feige, again, being interviewed, said that they are they have a they have an inkling of the plan. They uh, want to introduce the X Men and the Fantastic Four characters, and of course, Deadpool because he's so successful. He'll kind of he will kind of have a he'll be softly rebooted. I'm assuming because uh, no, no. I mean, I'm only saying because the X that X Men franchise no longer exists. So what is he going to go on? You know, I mean, okay, well, but, that's yeah, that's true. And they'll be keeping the they'll be keeping the core cast like Ryan okay. Reynolds. Will still ha- it'll 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 still be rated R. And knowing Deadpool, they'll probably just goof on that too. Yeah, but it'll still be rated R. But okay, uh, Kevin Feige said that introducing Deadpool in, via Spider Man is not. Isn't, that's not what yeah it doesn't make any plan. sense yeah. Spider-Man is very much like a targeted towards teens I mean Deadpool know, and Spider-Man they, they work well in the comic books yeah, they the comic are books. they are a fan favorite duo because they're hilarious together yeah Peter's in high school in the MCU what's, what's what does Deadpool look like hanging out with a high school well I mean, I mean actually that doesn't sound out of character but <laughs> I mean in the in the movie universe I'm thinking like you know financially they're not gonna have like an R property you know, probably not. I mean, it'd be cool if they did, but they're I mean, probably I'm sure they not going to do that. Listen, if if you PG-13 him down like they did in Once Upon a Deadpool, then yeah, it's, it's, it's doable. Yeah, but no one liked Once Upon a Deadpool. I mean, true, but it, I mean, it still kept the core of the character. I just didn't like the extra bits they added. Mm, I, I mean, we didn't see this, all the gore that we that we wanted to see, that was in the uh, original Deadpool. I, I just, too, but. I just don't expect Disney. To take the chance. You know, Disney, I just read today that Disney, um, they forced the people who are making Star Wars The Last Jedi, uh, the Fallen Jedi, the Fallen Order, they forced them to tone down the violence of that game. Here we go. You can only, you can only. Really? Because the, the demo I saw was dope. Like, you saw the guy with the, tossing a lightsaber and, you know. No, you can only um, cut people in half that are animals or droids, not actual humanoids. So it's, it'll just be like the orange burn mark, basically. Yeah, they're like okay. it'll cauterize itself immediately. Like, no, you won't even see the the the. Wh- That's gone too, because in the demo I saw there was there was at least you know the little orange, you know burn. No, mark I, I think part. they'll keep that, but they, you won't show it falling off. Okay. Like you won't see the the appendage falling off. It'll be like a cut, and then you you'll see it. it. I mean, I, I'm t- I mean, video games don't. don't. I guess they because I mean, they show it in the movies, right? Uh, n- uh, not since. Um, I mean, they definitely. I mean, they showed it with Han getting his hand cut off, and like. Well, not since Luke Disney has taken control of it. Has have you seen like actual violence? Like you've seen, yeah, lightsabers clash with another, and but when maybe Rogue One. It's been a minute since I saw Rogue One, but I, 
or I feel like there was some scene in Solo mm-hmm. where I was like, Damn, Rogue One definitely had them. some violence in it. It definitely like yeah, yeah. Rogue One is Cassian, one of them. Cassian, uh, he like killed a kid. I think did yeah. he kill a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of dark. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're taking some, but as far as like the 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 main line movies, uh, they yeah, I guess you're right. That's unfortunate because I mean I'm I'm still gonna check out the game because I don't know why everyone feels like the and this comes out in November. Oh wow, sooner than I thought. I thought it was coming out. Yeah, you can order it now on um, Amazon for ten bucks less. I have a general rule about not pre-ordering games because I feel like it's uh, I just I don't I don't like giving you money for like nothing. I know technically it's something, but I just I don't know. I still don't want to though. Uh, Marvel Studios' Kevin Feige has said uh, they're almost there as far as figuring out what they're going to do next in the MCU. So, you know, as far as, like, Phase 4 and the movies that are coming up next... Oh, they're, they're about to drop that slate, baby. It's coming soon. It's coming so be on soon. be on the lookout for that. I'm excited. Because we already know they're going to have the first Asian Marvel superhero. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. We know that's coming up. Uh, did they announce another Ant-Man? No, Paul no, Rudd okay. said he he was joking. He said tell the fans to campaign for the third one. Okay, okay, that's probably what I saw because I'm seeing something about it. Um, yeah, Black Widow's prequel movie. Yeah, Black Widow's prequel movie. Guardians three is coming like in two years or something. Doc Strange and Black Panther are clearly they're on the docket. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course Black Panther is. Come on now, they know where the money comes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they sure do. What else? That money is black, not green. Uh huh. Uh. And those have been the only ones, like, definitely... Confirm- oh, and The Eternals. Yes, and The Eternals. Which I still don't know zero about, but... I, think hey, I mean, I didn't know nothing about the... I'm, I didn't know that much about The Guardians either uh, before the first one. And but, boom, now now look yeah. where we are. Yeah. Oh. Which is it's so weird, because I hear people talking about, oh, here we go, Marvel, they're going to they're gonna try and make movies off of these unknown properties. They're just... They're, they're I'm arrogant. Like, did you they see don't know what, what they they're did doing. with Iron Man? Like, Hello? People act like Iron Man and Captain America. And, 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 Those and, were the goofiest like, superheroes for like the longest. People cared about them. The only people that cared about them are. Com- like, and, and the response would be well, comic book fans wanted to see them. Look. Hey, I'm a comic like, book fan. Nobody thought that there was ever going to be a world where those characters could look badass in a movie. Never. Ever seen, like, the Captain America movies that came out in the 90s? Yes. That. You, God, I wish I didn't. But yes. <laughs> they put the ear Isn't it on, on YouTube. The mask? I'm sure it is. I'm pretty sure the full movie is on YouTube. Like they put, they the, put like the a helmet is too big. The helmet no. is round, like it's an actual. Not even a helmet. The mask, whatever. Yeah. It's, it looks disgusting. It, 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 his shield looks like a big dinner plate, right. but like flimsy. And it looks like Thor in the like 80s. A shield you could get from a, a, a Walmart. And then Thor in the 80s. My God, when he was teaming with the Hulk, bro. <laughs> When have I? When that have you was, ever seen that design in the comics? That was pretty bad. And and to keep it a hundred, y'all didn't even care about Thor until Ragnarok. For real. If we're being real, so I mean, I, as far as Marvel, you know, making money out of unknown characters, I'm not. I'm not concerned. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, they, they as got long as it. the people behind them are good, and as long been, as Kevin you know, Feige is still overseeing it, he yeah. he knows he knows what to uh, what to do. So you know, I'm I'm definitely excited for this next phase of the MCU. I'm pretty sure they're going to release it like either. D23 or San Diego Comic-Con, which I will be attending this when, year. When is D23? I have no idea. Yeah. I hope San Diego is first because if they release that I information. I mean, probably San Diego. When, when is it? San Diego yeah. is it's next month. But oh, next year. Yeah, so I, that's I don't know if, if D23 is before or after. Like, there's like a good three or four weeks before. Next month is in July? Yeah, July oh, 17th. Okay. July 18th to the 22nd. Okay. Yeah. 
which I will be in attendance for. Just wanna, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I can't wait. I really can't wait. And um, Kevin Feige, he's the, the last time he revealed um, the slate. I think was 2015, 2013, 2014, 20, It was one of those. Like I think I was just graduating college, high school, and like it was at a, a Chinese theater. And boy, did like the internet explode! Because at first, I remember he revealed that it was uh, Civil War was originally called the uh, Serpent Surface, Society. Yeah, Surface Society. And then he like faked everybody out. Ha ha! Just kidding! It's Civil, Civil War. War. Everybody yeah, went, "What? Was you lying, Kevin? Don't do that to us!" And then uh, Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans came out, and they were like, "Yeah, it was like, like oh, I'm gonna that fight was you." F you, Cap. F you, Iron Man. Tony, you drunk bastard. Yeah, so I look forward to this. I look forward to everything Marvel has before us. DC, get it together. and Fingers crossed. I mean, as far as the CW, it's weird. It's almost like only one to two DC CW shows are allowed to be good per like TV season. Yeah. And that's so a, unfortunately, Black Lightning was not one of them. I'm, I'm still I'm like I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna this season. I'm I'm gonna put it to you like this. Once I started Supergirl season four, I kept going and did not want to stop. With Black <laughs> with Black Lightning, <laughs> I keep stopping and then coming back later. Yeah. So I'll just I'll, I'll put it to you like that. Yeah. That's. I mean, the energy kept coming and going in, in the episode. Like, I need the energy to be c- constant. Yeah. Like, honestly, well, throughout this season, he was hardly ever Black Lightning. Oh, this is funny. Season <laughs> season three has already been con- like uh, confirmed. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, because apparently it's like Bang Babies are everywhere or something. Wait, are they calling them Bang Babies? Oh no, whatever the oh, whatever what are they man. called? Oh, Pod oh, Kids or whatever. <sighs> I was hoping they would call him Bang Babies in the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Fine. I've been watching too much Static Shock lately. Damn. Still holds up. Anyway, um, okay. Now we've got over the news. Let us talk about... Shaft. Shut your mouth. So, Shaft 2019 is a continuation of the Shaft Cinematic Universe that begun with Shaft in, what, the 70s? Uh, yeah, 71, I yeah, believe. Yeah, first Shaft movie was 71. It was Shaft, Shaft's Big Score, and Shaft in Africa. Then wow. there was Shaft 2001? No, 2000. 2000, Shaft 2000. Where it Sam was Jackson. then taken over by Sam Jackson, who was supposedly the nephew at the time of Richard Roundtree's um, Shaft, John yeah. Shaft. Apparently, at the time. And now we're here and today with Shaft 2019. Shaft 2019 with... Jesse T. Usher. Usher. Playing uh, Shaft Jr. Playing Millennial Shaft. JJ. It's like the literal, like, what is, what's the word I want to use? It's like the stereotype of what Millennial is. They've, like, just made no, yeah, this all movie, the negative stereotypes of this a This movie was definitely written by, like, it, a Gen Xer. And put it in this one character. Yeah, possibly Boomer. Was directed by Tim Story. Oh, you know, right. I, You know, for the longest time, I thought Tim Story was white. <laughs> this doesn't surprise me. When you look at it. I'm like, what about this white man directing all these black movies? I mean, because he directed Fantastic Four. Yeah, and then he did Barbershop. And yeah. I was like, hmm. You, you, you know he's directing the, the live action Tom and Jerry movie? Is that right? Did you know there was going to be a live action Tom and Jerry movie? I didn't know that. They were looking at Jennifer Lawrence. 
<laughs> Wait, Jennifer to do what? Play the to, to play mother? one of the live action people. <laughs> and then Michael Pena has been cast as the villain in that movie. Of course he has. Yeah, it's just that, that doesn't even surprise oh, me. Man, it keeps working good Tim, for him. Tim Story, Tim Story, Tim Tim Story. So why don't you you know start out with what you thought about the movie? Okay, what I thought about the movie was you go in. Oh my God, you go in for the cool mother. Shut your mouth. God, you suck. You go in for that guy, um, for Sam Jackson, because let's be honest here, Jesse T. Usher is kind of a footnote in this movie. I mean, and he, if you uh, if you'll recall, Jesse T. Usher was in the Independence Day sequel. Yes, the you don't do a Will Smith sequel without Will Smith, and I we, I will discuss that too. And and after this uh, review, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you don't do Will Smith without Will Smith. Anyway, um, Samuel Jackson plays John Shaft, plays a womanizing. Um, foul mouth detective or I guess pirate investigator yeah and um, he's the same shaft I guess that from the 2000 movie I mean, he's a little older and he's not as ass kicking as I would have liked I mean he definitely kicks ass for sure I mean Sam Jackson's what like 70 he's 70 yes but I mean stunt doubles what I mean shut up I guess I mean, he's, he's playing it like he's playing a man 10 20 years younger than his actual age so <laughs> I mean, Sam, as you said, Sam looks good, and I agree. Sam does look good. Yeah, he, for, I mean, he, doesn't, he doesn't look 70, but he, he moves like he's 70. Oh, yeah. Just watch um, Captain Marvel to watch that. Anyway. Um, Speaking of which, uh, the de-aging in this movie was not as good as Marvel. I'll I, tell you that. I mean, I didn't really. You mean you're talking about in the beginning? The, the opening scene? I'm like, this brother has no pores. No, they just, they. it's like they just smoothed him over with, like, Brown cake batter or something. Like, what? <laughs> I know y'all ain't got that Marvel listen, money, but damn. Listen. You, he he almost looked like a CG character. Okay, buddy. Well, when you get your small movie budget, then you tell me how you do it. Look, man, y'all could have done a little better than that. Who, you tell who, me who, how you the, do New it. New Line Cinema? I mean, New Line Cinema got a little money. Mm, y'all could have, you know, I mean, come on. Mm, but this is in 1997. They're not as good as they used to be. Anyway, um... Yes, so um, I like Samuel Jackson's John Shaft. He's still cool. He's still fly. I mean, the man literally wore a turtleneck the whole movie, and he was still cool. Can you name anybody else that can do that besides James Bond? Can you? No, because John mm-hmm. Shaft Cannot. is the black James Bond. Or kind of. James. Bo- well, I guess technically James. Did James Bond come first? Yes. Uh, well, fine. Um, I just, hmm. Shaft as a franchise has lasted very long. In fact, he's probably the longest lasting black character in fictional history, right? Or at least American fictional history, or something like that. Maybe. Something he's. He, I mean, he's. Yeah, he's existed. This and all these movies are supposed to be in the same continuity because they, they have characters from previous. Like they have Richard Roundtree and everything show up. So it's, it's obvious it's supposed to be in the same continuity. Shaft has never been like a comedic franchise i mean it's had its one-liners and its quips and stuff yeah but it's like a normal amount for a, a, a an action movie yeah they they kind of went overboard on this one though if Im- yeah if imagine if you had star wars right mm-hmm. you had the og star wars and then out of nowhere the next trilogy is like a medieval movie series it's like what it's a completely different genre what do you, what's going on here what's happening 
it's kind of like that. Like, they lean a little too hard on the comedy, and the comedy doesn't really hit all the time. Yeah. Like, you never kind of, like, felt the, like, someone dies this movie, which sets off, like, the mystery that needs to be solved by Jesse T. Usher. But you never really feel, like, the connection to that person. Like, oh, that character had, well, I'm about to die, stamped on their forehead as soon as yeah. he sewed up. Yeah, you could, like, see it in his eyes. Yep. I just want to give you a hug because I'm about to die. I want to tell you this thing that will probably help you solve my murder before it happens, but I just didn't have the time. Nothing about this movie surprises you, by the way. Yeah, nothing. Not a thing. I, I mean, mean this is. I feel like Regina Hall was what wasn't really necessary. Regina Hall. Her I being swear, there, this, I didn't the feel the story necessary. of her career is just being wasted. Yeah. You know, she's because she's a great talent. She's she's been hilarious in literally everything I've ever seen her in. She's been a great actress in everything I've ever seen her in, and she's mm. constantly misused. Are you are you about to disagree? Oh, she definitely misused a lot, but I wouldn't say she's she's like shown me she's a great actress. What is this about to be another Taraji argument? I feel like that's where this is heading. No. Mm, Are you serious maybe, right now, Regina? You're, you're about to disrespect Regina maybe, Hall right now. Maybe. Oh my god. I'm not disrespecting her, but just like you, just like I've never seen her take anything too seriously as an actress. Like, what role can you can you give me that shows off her dramatic acting chops? Go ahead. She Go doesn't ahead. often get the chance exactly. to because she's just always cast in okay. comedies. But so that's how besides can you say point. she's a great actress if she's because always, she's always a comedic actress? Because she's been great in everything. Every time she's been in a bad movie, she's consistently been the best part of it. What? That is not true. What you going to disagree with? She was not the best part in uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. She yes, was not, she was. She was not the best part in that the... that movie was garbage. And she was your the best face part is garbage. Anyway. You, you really about to stick up for Malibu's Most Wanted well, right now? It was hilarious for what it was. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, she wasn't the best in... So I mean, she was very movie. funny, but she wasn't the best in um, the scary movies. Brenda is an iconic character. You're not about I to... I said dis- she's funny, oh but God. I said she wasn't, like, the best. Can you name me a line right now? She said, "Besides, in the, when she was in the that movie theater, that was scary." Besides, when she was in the movie theater, besides that, anything? Why you gotta? Yes, I can. Why you gotta bring that? Okay, you're done. What was? You're done. The blonde, anyway, the blonde character's done. name. If I could Cindy. just remember, Cindy. Cindy, man, that's just a skeleton. Why? Why are you scared? Ain't gonna do nothing. Man, it's all skinny. You know what I'm talking. You know that scene. The line I'm talking the, about. That's probably not that's the exact not even words. good delivery. I'm not Regina. Because Regina Hall is an actress, and I am not. See? I'm talking about her She's delivery. She's very talented. She was. I'm talking about her delivery. What about in uh, The Hate You Give? The Hate You Give. Mm. Have you seen that movie? And oh, I, I, I just nodded yes. Yes. And you thought she was good in that movie? Yes. How long was she in the movie? That's not important. How long the was point, she you know, We're not talking about. That's what didn't I? Didn't I literally just say at the beginning? She she has a oh. history of being wasted in movies. Okay. She what is very what is good she doing you to not be wasted? What is she What is she doing to not be wasted? Look, she, what's she What's she supposed to do? Force the writers at gunpoint to be like, "Hey, write more scenes for me." She like, has hey. a manager who can ask her ask to give her get her meaty roles. I is is she? That's what she. That's what he that said. We're doing this. You do, you're I'm doing d- this to Regina Hall. Whatever. Let's let's talk about the movie, not Regina Hall. I either way, we both agree she was underutilized and kind of unnecessary in the movie. If I'm being honest, 
she does not add to the story. She her role, not. her role could have been played. Her by role anyone. in the beginning is fine, but towards the end, it just it didn't could have been. It literally could have been anyone. It absolutely. It could have been Shania Nathan. It could have been Neil Long. It could have been Taraji P Henson. Anyone? Just disrespectful. Anybody? Jesse T Usher. What a what? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll give him this though. He 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 handles his own pretty. He handles his own pretty well. Um, his, his Sam Jackson. His open. I mean Sam Jackson, but you know, in in his opening scenes where he's saying a whole lot of exposition, those were some of the worst acted scenes I've seen this year. I didn't believe anything coming out of his mouth. Like the opening scenes where he's like. You know, they're establishing him as a character or whatever. He's going into the FBI. You know, oh, I work here. And da, da, da. I'm like, this, this this is acted pretty bad right now. This, this, I'm not, this is just. Are there no more? Oh, wait, are all the people in Harlem violent? What, what did he say? Something like that. Are there no nonviolent people in Harlem? Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? This this movie Harlem is a cartoon in this movie. <laughs> this neighborhood is so awful. There's you see a white he, every time he turns his head, there's something. There's a crime happening. You see some random white dude in a suit getting mugged. You you, you see some 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 kids stealing some stuff. It's some graffiti happening. Crime. He goes into the apartment building, which is probably the most rundown building in fictional media history in one room there's prostitution happening in another room there's people openly doing cocaine is this just the crime apartment like what's going on here it's harlem yeah exactly tim stories harlem even harlem and luke cage wasn't this bad i mean what? like come on ain't no uh what, what's what's that thing happening Gentrification. The, ain't no gentrification happening in Tim Stories Harlem, apparently. You know what's what's funny? Sam Jackson said when he first started filming the movie, the first person he saw in Harlem was a white person. <laughs> when as soon as he got out of the car, it was a white person. I mean, technically, he saw one in this one too. He was just getting mugged. Like it's it's just it's it's it doesn't fit with the rest of the franchise. You know, it's the 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 franchise has always been like serious you know it's been an actual guy who's been a pi or sometimes a cop or detective you know solving crimes in his neighborhood you know and this was like the way only shaft can yes and and the way that the villain or the i mean is he really a villain the 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 villain villain doesn't even show up until like the end of the movie and he's not even oh my god gordito yes gordito like and and he was apparently set up in like well, there was no mention of him in the uh, 2000 movie was there I don't no. think there was well see the the, the 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 opening of the movie took place before the 2000 movie and what's crazy is the the timeline of this movie is was off because yeah. and and they definitely acknowledge because there's a little sequence where they like shaft through the t- they show like they at show least one shaft scene Junior. from shaft 2000 yeah and they and they also show shaft Junior as he's growing up. Firstly, this movie takes place in 2019, right? Mm, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. So, Jesse, as a oh, well, Shaft Jr. as a baby, is born in 1989. Okay? And we've seen him grow up. If this is 2019, they refer to him as he's 25. He's not 25. He, at this age, he would be 30. 
Like, there is a definitely continuity error. I'm like, is it take? I mean, it, they'd be right if it took place in 2014. Uh, yeah. But this is that. that I can, we can only assume it's supposed to take place in 2019. Yeah. And they, they make the most obvious old man, young guy jokes. I'm just. Like, I, I'm you could fine totally with organize yeah. this with a computer. All these papers. Oh, right, Cher. Why can't I just tell I her where we're going? System. Why I got why I gotta put it in the app? Why can't I just tell her where to go? It's, I mean, that, it was kind of funny. Samuel Jackson delivery is always I mean, funny. Yeah, because it's Samuel Jackson, but the writing, its if it wasn't it's Samuel Jackson, then it'd be falling flat. I want to see Samuel Jackson do a straight-out comedy soon, because I don't think I've seen him do a comedy, like a full-blown comedy, since uh, Soulman. Yeah, I think you're right. It's been a minute. Like, does he has he ever done a full on comedy before since uh, before uh, Solomon? I think Boondocks. mostly it was was that a comedy? But, I mean, it was yeah, the Boondocks. I'm talking about it like a movie. Oh, not that I can think of. No, no, I think that was his only like full time comedy. And he shined. He and Bernie Mac they shined together. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see him in his. I mean, he's 70 years old now, but I would still love to see him. I mean, you don't have to do much physical activity in a comedy. Usually, no, you don't. So, you know, that still works for me. Old, old people comedy is always funny to me. Like, oh, blue pills. Oh, my dicks can't can't get hard. Oh. <laughs> Why does it got to be about dicks? I mean, listen, when we're talking about old men, it's always about dicks. <laughs> it doesn't comedy, have to be. Comedy, yes. That's always, there's always a, a, um, a Cialis joke. In. Oh, there was way too many dick jokes. We get it. His name is Shaft. It's yeah. It's too much like, Shaft to handle. Make the. It, that was even the tagline on the movie poster. I'm like, come on, y'all. What, what are we doing here? They were really trying to play up the comedy aspect. Oh. So yeah, you go into this movie not for the action because it's it's okay, but it's not. Oh, the action is crap. Um, you you don't it's go in there. for drama because there's none of that. Nope. You just go in for the lackluster comedy. And, and there was a there's a couple just outdated jokes. This movie's writing felt like it's from the mid two thousands. Like just outdated oh, you know, what you got a, a nice apartment and you're well dressed. What are you you you're gay or something? You're white. Well it's you like, say pussy, don't sound like pussy. I'm like, Spell yo it for me. describe it for me. Was this script written in like two thousand five? Like I don't, like these just these weak old overused jokes i just i don't know man i just i i didn't i'm not gonna say i didn't laugh because i did laugh at things sam jackson did but i mean like y'all apparent i heard that this is gonna be on netflix in like two weeks or something like some some deal that new line cinema did with netflix oh i don't know anything. correct me if i'm wrong but that is what i've heard and honestly you can just wait for it to come on netflix ain't nothing to go two weeks that's no that doesn't sound right because it it, that's what i heard it has to Get it's at least a month for a theatrical run it hasn't even been out a month. It could be something new it doing. I'm just just I might be wrong, but yeah, just wait for it to come out on digital or something. Honestly, it's, it's honestly it's, I would watch I would watch a mini se- a mini series of this show of a show with just Sam Jackson. It felt like a, a, a it almost felt like a pilot for a, a Shaft CBS show. Bro, don't be surprised if that comes next. That's so accurate. That's this and, literally and what it felt what? like. And you'll only see um, <laughs> you'll only see um, Samuel Jackson as much as you saw him in Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah, it's all about yeah. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, Sam Jackson shows up in just the first episode, just to you know give his a sign of approval. You even have Richard Roundtree show. I mean, CBS what they had they had a a, a Rush Hour show. Uh, what's the Liam Neeson franchise? Uh, Taken, Taken a Taken show. They had, and they um, had a, Limitless. A Limitless. And and they were they were they originally were going to have um, the. Uh, Bad Boys spinoff with Gabrielle oh Union. Oh, gosh. 
But they passed on it. I'm just saying, don't be shocked if another Shaft show shows up. They had Sherlock. That was a good show, actually. No, that doesn't count. Sherlock is practically public domain at this point. But yeah, uh, that's really what it felt to me. Like, if if even felt like it was filmed like a television show. Hmm. Okay, so what would you rate Shaft? Uh, One and a half out of five. Ooh, wow! I I was gonna give it two. You are kind. That is a kind thing. I mean, it's enjoyable regardless. I mean, you'll enjoy it for the comedy aspect. That's about it. But but it's really just Sam Jackson, though, right? And I could just watch Sam Jackson in a movie I actually like or a show I actually like. What show? I've never seen Uh, Sam Jackson. A show that's that's not animated. Uh, That's not the point. The point is I could see Sam Jackson in things I actually like. Okay, and this was not one of them. This was not one of them. Surprise. Or just watch the old The man who likes garbage movies doesn't like this movie. Okay, you see, I feel like I'm being misunderstood. Whatever, I'm going to rate it a two, and that's the rating for Shaft. I give it two, a dude gives it one and a half out of five. If it wasn't for Sam Jackson, it wouldn't be a half. Tweet us. Um, Facebook us. Let us know what you think about Shaft. Did you see it? Did you like it? Would you want to see a sequel follow-up to this movie? Because I just want to point out, I definitely think that there is um, a sequel in the works. Did you notice that that black girl in the uh, FBI room, she kept looking at... <laughs> what was that? I yeah, thought she was going to well, be a character. I did too. Like, is she, they just are kept they foreshadowing her? her? Yeah. What was that? That was like so random. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, maybe she's a villain. Like in the next one. Like what the f- what was that? That was oh, and the the FBI chief, he was literally the character that Ice Cube was making fun of in Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> literally the same character, but like unironically, <laughs> he didn't do anything but yell the whole movie. Rookie, what are you doing, Rookie? Do what I say, Rookie. That's literally all he did. <laughs> like what the f- oh oh God. boy yeah. Let us know if you like Shaft and if. And if you didn't like Chef, why didn't you? That was so weird. What was what was with that character? Doesn't matter. Was it was so, so odd. It was just off. Was so there was no, not no follow up. I mean, whatever. And let's briefly talk about Men in Black. Men in Black. Oh. It it listen. Men in Black is a franchise started by Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, and it should have ended with Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Okay, I want to point out. For the record, you're Tess- the only one who saw it. Yes. I, I want to point out the fact that Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth have great chemistry together. They 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 did in Ragnarok, but um, this movie it. Oh my God, I fell asleep. Okay, How about a good halfway through the movie. It's about an hour and fifty five minutes. I just fell asleep at least maybe forty forty minutes, maybe fifty minutes in. It. It was it not good. There were like there were good. things that made no sense. Like I just, like nothing spoilery right now. But for example, like um, Tessa Thompson's character, I think her name is M. Yeah, she um she gets to the MIB base and they debrief her. Blah 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 blah. She goes down to this basement mm-hmm. where um they transport via like train and stuff, like a supersonic train that MIB has, like a high tech train. Why does the train? pull up to the MIB station as like a New York City train and then transforms into the high-tech train. Like, what was the purpose of rolling up as... What? Like, like what camouflage are you... Are you... You're in your own base. Like, why do you need camouflage? Why do you need New York City camouflage for a high-tech 
super sonic train. Just, just curious. That that doesn't make any. So what they they pull up and then yeah they the train pulls up as a New York City train, and then as she steps on the train, it transforms into the super high tech train. The super high tech. So what does supersonic. so the MTA has like nothing to, to say about that? Or? I just don't. I just didn't. That that was just one of the things that just didn't make sense to me. Um, they don't really like the villains in this are like kind of knock off they're not really good villains because they don't really we don't understand their motivation in the movie like of course they just want to assimilate into their well their species into the world into mm. all worlds but why like like they don't they don't speak Liam I'm not gonna spoil that but um Liam Neeson is okay as um the head of the UK uh MIB um he's about as good as you would expect him to be in a movie like this is this another movie that's pretty predictable? Mm, no. I mean, it's not really predictable, but, I mean, you can kind of connect the dots. So, like, if you've never seen a movie before, then it's not that predictable. Yeah. This movie, like, if there was a cookie-cutter version of a Men in Black movie, it would be this. Which has kind of, to me, been every movie except the first one. Yes. I'm just saying, Men in Black, the cartoon, was great. And we have yet to see a movie that's been as good as or equal to the cartoon, other than maybe the first one. Yeah. Um, Same thing that happened with Ghostbusters. This movie was lacking the Will Smith charisma. Um, I mean, the the third one was too, but he was in that one. Or at least a, a Will Smith song. I mean, shit. I mean, Jesus. Um, I just want to say this. Chris Hemsworth, I, I guess because of Ghostbusters, he thinks he's this huge comedic actor. And that's okay for some. But when you bring nothing but comedy to the roles that you that like require you to have some type of seriousness to them, it becomes a problem for then me. He's even brought it to the MCU with Thor. Yes, and he wants to keep Thor as comedic as possible. Honestly, I feel like that's the best direction for this character at this point. I, I, I don't, I don't no think so. No one cared about Thor until Ragnarok. That's a fact. I, I just don't think so. And what did he do in Ragnarok? He was Being funny. A goof. Okay, yes, that is fine. But I feel like it, like you want a badass hero, not a complete goof all the time. Was he a badass in Thor and Thor: The Dark World? No, but I mean, and I was hanging out with the Guardians. So I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be a yeah. Goof he's, he's got a lot to go. Yeah, that's it might be too much. Honestly, too much goof for me. But um, it's kind of like um, the scenario with Melissa McCarthy. She had a breakout role in Bridesmaids, but then at a certain point, she kind of kept doing the same comedic character in the movie that proceeded with almost, just different <clears throat> weeks. She almost became like a flanderization, a flanderized version of herself where she was just doing like the type of comedy people would expect her to. Yeah, she was doing shtick comedy all the time. Falling and, over, breaking things. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... That's kind of the situation here with with Chris Hemsworth. He's just bringing brings nothing to the role. Nothing that's nothing not new. Nothing. It's it's kind of like oh, and then there's this. Like, are the Men in Black supposed to be in their attire at all times? In this movie, Chris Hemsworth changes suits. Like he changes. Is, is that actually frequently. like a, a rule? I don't. Yes, you that. will. Yes, and even in the beginning, she says you. Will, um, oh, who was Emma Thompson? 
as she's bringing in uh, Tessa Thompson's character, says you will wear nothing but um, men in black issued suits and clothing. Thor, I'm sorry, Chris Hemsworth, literally wears a white shirt and pink pants at some point in this movie. So they establish a rule and then they don't even... And then they break. And, like, he's always, like, with no tie. I'm like... I mean, maybe he's supposed to be, like, the rebel character. I don't need that. In a, <laughs> this is this is a secret organization. You can um, uh, neuralize his ass and get someone else who's, like, going to play ball. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's just too good of an agent. Yeah. Honestly, did, I didn't even see why he was such a good agent. Did you roll your eyes at that hammer joke? That I, saw I was trailer. asleep during it. <laughs> I was asleep. I'm <laughs> glad I missed it. I'm so glad I missed it. Um, so the the tra- something in the trailer bothered me with um T- Tessa Thompson's character, where they neuralize her. the reason why she knows about the MIB, right? They neuralize her parents, but not her. So do they do does the MIB? Do they ever like check if they have a kid or no? She so so they because you think they would be thorough. They ask if anybody else is in the house. The parents. And the parents said, uh, yes, our daughter, but she's asleep. And they didn't check? Yeah. This, this secret government agency oh. didn't check if oh. a little girl might not actually be here's asleep. An, here's another scenario, okay? Um, still dumb as hell. So um, an alien crashes in New York. Daylight, right? Yeah. The, the MIB is already there. They have an invisible force field that covers it. But literally, birds fly into the force field and you don't see them again. If anybody else was there during the middle of the day and saw birds just disappear, they would know there was something there. And literally, anybody could phase through it. Tessa Thompson, she just pushed through. Like, there was no secure barrier. And what, she ju- she just goes. She just went right through. This was before she became in my There's no security or no. Like they were they no armed there, guards. No laser defense. No uh, maybe an automatic neuralizer. No that none of that. There was there was no there was no sense that everything was supposed to be secret in this movie. Is there anything that actually gives a reason that Tessa Thompson could be the only person to find this place outside of the fact that they were just too lazy to neuralize her as a kid? Like anyone else could have found this? Anybody. A lot of people could have found this. And oh, and she just strolls right in. It might be. Just she she um wears a black she has her own black suit. She strolls right in. And she's literally in there for about maybe a good thirty, forty seconds in the elevator that goes down before they realize she's there. You know, it just takes one quick person to be like, IG live, record. Hey. Post. Yeah. Check out the secret agency and aliens exist. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Kind of a kind of I give it even though I, I didn't see much cuz I fell asleep. It was it was just it just was not captivating honestly. honestly what you described was enough. Um I'd give it maybe two again, a 2 out of 5. You know, I just, apparently uh MIB International Shaft and <clears throat> Uh, Dark Phoenix, all these movies are flopping. They are, because I told you, the market's oversaturated. Everybody saw what they wanted to see, and, um, which was Endgame you know, and Aladdin. You know, even if, but even if the market, it's not even just that. I think it's just bad slash lazy writing. And bad marketing. That too, bad marketing. How did Shaft not take advantage of the Father's Day marketing? It was right there. It's right there. That's so true. I don't know. It's so obvious. Uh, yeah. 
All right. Well, we're closing out the show today. Um, tell us if you liked um, Men in Black. Have you seen it? Did you like it? Do you want to see a follow-up with Tessa and Chris? Or would you rather a uh, final closing chapter with Will and Tommy? I don't think anyone wants to see any of that at all. Honestly, just leave the MIB franchise alone. I know Sony's not going to. L- let us sit for a few more years. Let us sit for maybe a decade or two. Maybe another cartoon or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because apparently, I was, even though we're ending, there was a lot of drama behind the scenes. Oh. And Studio the, interference? producer the producer who worked on the first two or three i guess all three um who was also a friend of steven spielberg's he kept like um he had the final say on everything mm. like so when f gary gray had his ideas the producer would shoot them down literally tessa thompson and chris hemsworth had their own writers come in to rewrite their own dialogue like f gary gray left almost left several times but sony convinced him to stay Wow, I'm assuming they convinced him because they, maybe he has his own project that they're they're pushing that he that he that he's pushing that they're um back, but it sucks because I feel like this could have been a whole lot better, a whole lot better if F. Gary Gray had like his full realized vision because apparently what he had written and what he and his writer had written and discussed everyone loved except the producer. Mm. So it's kind of one of those the producer has final producer, say. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of too many cooks in the kitchen too, type thing. Okay. Yeah. No, it's two cooks in the kitchen and one cook is just being a Gordon dick. Ramsay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. Hopefully, Child's Play is good. I've heard it's not. Oh God, because this has been a bad month. IGN gave it a six point two. Uh, anyway, where can they find you on your socials, bud? You can find me on Twitter and IG at a do underscore man. That is A two D's one O underscore M A N. Follow me at PSN at admant A two D's M A N T. You can follow me on Instagram at black underscore misfit. That's black underscore misfit with two T's. Follow me on Twitter at underscore jbat97. Follow the show on Twitter at words from blurds. Follow it's about us. how it sounds. It sure is. Follow us on Facebook at real words from blurds. And please subscribe and share our podcast on SoundCloud, real, um, sound, uh, Words from Blurds. And um, soon, hopefully, Apple Podcasts, we will um, let you know. We'll update you on that. Right, do Look, I, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the update I you'll get. I've never understood RSS feeds. You'll, so you'll, get, you'll get an update know. soon. Hopefully. So share us, like us, tell us if what we could do better, what you think we could do better what we doing right what you thought of it might be international or chef yes because i had too much shaft and, and uh, so many there's, there's a lot of dick jokes this week oh my god i don't know why you just keep you don't have to you can... that's what she said <sighs> goodbye that's the end of the show is it